Welcome to episode 55 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how you doing? I'm alright. Um, had a kind of a day that started out with me being super lazy, where I should have fixed my license plate, but I didn't. Instead, I built a uh, singleton modern deck for giggles, and then I went out and had dinner with some, some good friends. I went out and had dinner with the Dans. Oh, that's good. Had some Bridgmans. It's a Bridgmans night. Uh, that's just like the go-to play. Like they enjoy Bridgmans, and they know that I'll eat it because they have burgers. Oh yeah, because so they have plain food. Yeah, so whenever we got to eat, we go to Bridgmans. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they invited me over, and we actually had a really interesting discussion about, uh, like, what was the defining music of the '90s. I have had this question before too. I think I agree with what one of the Dan said. Okay. He said Eminem. Like, Marshall Matters. I'm in on that. I can't really disagree with that, right? Like, I I don't think I can either. So. I mean, otherwise I was going to say that the defining thing of the 90s was that it did not have a defining thing. Yeah, it was very all over the place. But, like, I mean, like, the funny thing is, is the 90s was all over the place, and then, like, in the 2000s, you could finally settle down and just say, like, the generic, like, the generic pop music is the music of the, of the 2000s, basically. Yeah. Which, yeah, sure. Like, that, like, that, yeah, that, um, it was, it was obviously different than the 90s pop music. It has more of that, um, uh, electronica, like, the electronic dubstep influence kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's but, actually really interesting, like, how much pop music has changed. In yeah, the yeah. Decade. Which, I mean, I suppose it's not really if you think about how much music changes through the decades in general, but it's weird about the fact that we actually watched this change happen. I suppose. I mean, it's weird how much it changes, but it's also weird how much it doesn't. Yeah. And, yeah, we just had, like, a really interesting discussion about, like, music and, like, then... Not, like, the nature of it in general, but, like, the... How stuff changes and how we grew up listening to what we grew up and all yeah. sorts of weird stuff and started talking. Yeah. Okay. No, nothing. Sorry. I so say I I started talking about like old school R and B and then uh, Danderson got a song from Grand Theft Auto stuck in his head apparently, which <laughs> yeah, buddy, it's like sweet. <laughs> like I was sitting one day like in the car listening and stuff, and I'm like. I saw the release date of like uh, one of the Blink One Eighty Two albums, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that was like pre two thousand. It was like ninety eight or something like that, I think. And you're just thinking about how old you. I'm are. like, oh my god, that was forever ago. And <laughs> and I was talking to somebody else, and I'm like, their album um, named uh, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Yep. Like, it, like literally, like three months ago, I got the joke. Seriously? Like, literally three months ago, I finally got the joke. <laughs> You're, like, the most immature person in the goddamn world, and you didn't get that joke? I know. I've I know. Ne- I never I'm sure I probably heard- made that joke. Like, I never even heard of that album until just now. Yeah, and you and got I it, I got right? the joke immediately. I know. I'm, like, I'm so disappointed in myself, too, <laughs> because that's, like, my kind of thing, and I'm just, like... I'm, like, it t- literally took me, like, 15 years. Oh, my God. But... Okay. I'd say I'd lost faith in you, but I don't know if I ever necessarily had any. Probably not. Smart move. <laughs> All right, so let's um, uh, let's get down to business today. We got some um, uh, some good stuff to talk about. Um, 
So you've probably heard us yammer on a little bit from with what we can say um, about uh, could could say yeah Magic Arena um, and the NDA on that is lifted now. So I really want to talk about it because I have been playing the hell out of this game, um, even streaming it now that the NDA is lifted. So yeah, I it's always inter- like I don't. I'm I'm still not sure what we weren't allowed to talk about. We still just kind of did whatever the hell we felt like. Yeah. Like, I don't think we pushed the envelope at all, but it's really. I mean, we did. Know, we we were fine. We like the thing is, is we couldn't talk about like the economy or the bugs yeah. or anything like that. So. Yeah. NDAs are NDAs, and no one understands. Yeah. So basically, like the only things we said is like, yeah, we're in the beta. We made block decks and played them, yeah. <laughs> which. Take, I mean, that is fine. People were talking about that before, and that was totally allowed. So, yeah, but, yeah. So, it's some. Uh, they increased the beta pool and everything, and people have been playing it. We've been playing it for quite a while, and yeah, we're just gonna give our opinion. So, you want to start with your opinion, John, or do you want to? I kind of have like opinions all over the place on it, so I guess okay. Like, I'll 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 start it out and we'll lead we'll lead this discussion or I'll right. lead this discussion then okay so I'll just pipe in okay sounds good so I freaking love Arena I am very very high on it and am so happy it exists um I think what the big thing is is that um I can literally just hop on and play a game of Magic really quickly and I don't have to screw around and do anything like that. Um, so, which is actually super relevant for you because I know that you, you've been like almost depressed lately that you don't really get to play magic. I have, this is my outlet now. Yeah. Which is actually, I don't think a lot of people take that into account when it comes to it being like, this is a legitimate digital thing you can do. It's kind of like, um, way back when. I used to play the trial of Magic Online, <laughs> so you just as a way of play Magic, right? Yeah. Before they changed the trial decks to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I played on um, uh, MTG Forge, which mm-hmm. is like an AI version of it, so you don't play against other people, which is to me a feature. Um, <laughs> but you know, like you're playing against mediocre AI, so it's not super great. Um, yeah, it can only be so engaging, right? And yeah, and I can get on and off as I need and stuff. I don't have to like stay in the game and everything like that. Um, and arena being so fast and so, um, I'm gonna use the term low cost, just because like if you lose a game, you're not out a lot. No, except some time. So like yeah. if you're if it's like, oh crap, my kid's crying. I gotta run up and you know check and you know check on him because you because he woke up um i can just concede a game and run off and it's not a huge deal mm-hmm. your opponent's probably wondering like why did he concede when i'm dead in two turns and yeah i've like, i've had to do that a couple times and it's baby. like and i don't feel bad because guess what i just didn't waste 15 bucks on a draft yep <laughs> you know in mad like in magic online like that time commitment thing i think is something that people have overlooked and don't consider at all um because not everybody is you (laughs) i mean even 
<laughs> I used to stream and I used to actually play Magic Online for a while. And mm -hmm. even like for me, it kind of just got like, I don't like I get home like I don't have the time to dedicate myself to, to a like, full thing playing a match against someone right like yeah. even with a, a draft league where it's like you can play the matches sep or the yeah the matches separately yeah it's like the actual draft still takes time right playing yep. the actual match still takes time and it's like, slow magic online is like not just the client in and of itself but like the way it's built to move through the game is just slow so that's something that I actually wanted to bring up to you. Okay. The largest complaint about Arena I have seen exclusively on Twitter, mind you. Okay. Um, this is this was specifically in a thread I was reading. Uh, Finkel posted said that he played a single game of Arena and he had no desire to play another one. Oh really? Which, okay. You know, whatever. I mean, whatever. And. There was a lot of people who replied to him saying how they just felt like Arena just moved really, really slowly. And it was like, it just seemed like it what? was slower. It was lower in general than Magic Online. No way. I had. Maybe, I, maybe, like, maybe if you are like somebody who understands how Magic Online works like 100%, but I just absolutely do not believe that. Yeah, like, I like that was just a mind blowing thing, like, to actually see someone say that. It's like. There's a lot of times where Magic Online will just straight up freeze, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if they were just playing during, like, some sort of peak time or what, but, like, I have had no issues with Arena being slow like, at all. I mean, let's let's get it straight to Arena is in beta, so there are issues. Like, I had the Phantom Chupacabra today. Yep, um, <laughs> which was and both entertaining and really, really confusing. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, like... And most of the slowness comes from your opponent, which yep. exists on Magic Online. <laughs> yep. Um, if, if your opponent is also, bad, you still suffer. Yeah, but I have had slowness where I think things hang up or things get weird or something like that. I attribute that to beta mostly, but like mm -hmm. even with that stuff, the game feels smooth and fast as a thing. Like That's one of my favorite things about it is that it just feels fast. And I'm a fast player to the point of detriment like yep. if you watched this watch me stream today um and like i i i like how fast it moves i i like a lot of the features they have where it's like the auto pass turn if you can't do anything is just you know built in kind of thing mm. it doesn't waste time with waiting for responses for everything all the time or you know the the auto tapper can be a little sketch sometimes but like you drag but it out it really quick. Learn. Yeah, you drag it out really quick, see what it looks like. 90% of the time, it's fine. 99% of the time, it's fine. And you throw your card out, and you're good. Like, every once in a while, I have to go, I have to do manual tapping, and that's fine, whatever. But, like, I just love how streamlined it is, and there's no faffing about with a client. Like, I don't feel like I'm playing the client, if that makes sense. Like, Magic Online, I always felt like I was playing the client. Yeah, the fact that everything on Arena is all within itself is super mm -hmm. nice. Like, the whole fact that, like, don't get me wrong, I've played on Magic Online. I understand Magic Online. I think Magic Online is okay. But it there's a reason. It does its job. 
Yeah, but there's a reason for, like, since its inception, people have been flipping shit saying Magic Online is garbage. And now suddenly everyone's, like, changed their mind and said, saying that Magic Online is a breath of fresh air compared to Arena is just, like, I don't get it. It's absurd hyperbole, like, in my opinion, but... The, f- the fact that Magic Online has to open, like, a completely separate window just for, like, its chat function until you move it over to the side is yeah. just like what which which by the way no chat function in uh arena and no emote and just so just only emotes feature not a bug yes <laughs> like i love that i love not having to talk to people as dumb as that sounds like so here's people will always complain it's like well how do you create that sense of community and stuff with with it and everything like that and honestly they're not designed to create community. No. <laughs> like, like I, I don't think that that's the place for it in general. Like in and that's that's my opinion. I will accept that I am wrong on that one. But like I just when I play a game of magic, I don't wanna I just want to get in there and play against somebody. If I'm gonna do community building, I'm gonna go down to the store. Yeah, like, people complaining about, like, a lack of community building is, like, complaining about a lack of community building in BGs on WoW. It's like, there's no community building in BGs, there's just hating everyone. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you, because 90% of the time, if someone's talking to you in a chat, even on Magic Online, they're just complaining about something. Like, there's maybe a GLHF, which an emote can do perfectly fine yep by there's itself, good, there's right? good there's good luck emotes there's good game emotes there's you know stuff like that like the only the like, i'm actually glad there is not a chat because if there was i would be a huge asshole and i would constantly ask my opponents why they made a misplay <laughs> i just save you the effort because you can just ask me constantly why i made misplays yeah, but I can't ask your opponents why they misplayed in response to your misplay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh. like that's so like I it it's effectively kept me from being coming like an online asshole, which I yeah. can approve of. You know. Also, it's probably good that then you're not full caps like get fucked opponent. <laughs> <laughs> That that's only in response to awesome top decks. That was not, that was that was a sweet called shot, but uh, that no. was yes. For anyone who's wondering what the hell he's talking about, there has been multiple occasions where we've been like watching. I've been watching his games. We play together, basically. I I I pilot, and John tells me how to not crash into the ground. Yep, that's quite entertaining, and like we've had our opponent go through like these convoluted lines, and I'm just like. Man, if we like top deck exactly this into this, like it's just gonna be great. And then we proceed to do exactly that. And I'm just I tend to literally shouting over the microphone. (laughs) I've woken up my roommate a few times. Uh, I love it. I felt kind of bad for it. Yeah. But she didn't judge me. She just looked at me funny, so maybe that's why she had so maybe that's why she hasn't been spending the night at home lately. Yeah, maybe she knows better by now than to judge you. It just isn't worth it. Uh, yeah, it'll get but, you nowhere, I assure you. But yeah, so like, I don't know. I'm. I, I think the 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 last uh, polish run they did before the uh, NDA lift 
Uh, they did a good job on that, I think. Uh, they streamlined a lot of the really clunky stuff for the most part. Um, there's still some stuff that needs to be worked on for sure. Yeah, but like as a whole, the game, like when I first logged in after the update, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this game actually looks way more beautiful than it did before. Oh yeah, it was not a beautiful thing before. Like they cl- like they fixed a lot of like the weird little overlap stuff. Like they cleaned up hard yeah. and I really like it now. There's still some wonky things, but it's like, okay, I mean, I'll 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 give it to you guys. Um Yeah, there's it still is a work in progress, yep. right? And the fact that they're showing progress is very very relevant so, I feel. Fun funny thing the best thing they ever did for this game and they need to keep this feature in that they just added and it will make them tons of money the visual meters at the bottom of your screen towards your weekly and, da- and daily progress yeah that's actually really nice so in the last patch um i did not like I kind of stopped, like would like taper off playing. I'd play like one game or two games maybe, and then like be like, okay, I'm done. Even though I really enjoyed the deck I was playing and stuff like that, it was just like, okay. But you like, had nothing to motivate you. Nothing to, to motivate me. And now I can look down there and be like, I need one or two wins, and I get something else, even if it's a stupid card reward. It's reminding me constantly. So like, mm-hmm. MTG Arena developers, good job. You tapped into my lizard brain, and that is an awesome feature. <laughs> Yeah, like, the fact that they didn't have... Like, I get why it wasn't there before, but, like, that was probably the most important thing that they Mm -hmm. did with this update, is, like, they found a way to motivate people to keep going. Yeah, and that was super, super important. Especially with some of the stuff that, um, uh... Yeah, with some of the changes there. Okay, let's just just get into it. Economy. Jump in, feed first. Like, this is, this is the big sticking point, and honestly, like, everything else kind of floats around this for the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if the economy is successful, the game's going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you want me to start with my full opinion on the economy, or do you want to... Yeah, you... All right. So, I'm fairly... So, I think the direction they are using with the economy is okay but i still think progression is a little too slow like i'm i'm actually on that train like that is one of the big things that's said on the forums and usually when people post things on the forums i'm like yeah you're basically wrong i completely disagree with you um Mm -hmm. No, we should not be able to have chat windows. No, multi-queuing shouldn't be a thing. No, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Wait, people actually want multi-queuing? Oh, yeah, that's... there's been a bunch of complaints about that. Really? Yep. Huh. Um, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stuff with that. Um, and one of the things is basically, like, people are like, we need a dusting system because the economy's horrible. I disagree wholeheartedly with that. But I do think the rate of pack acquisition is just too slow for this game unless they have some other things planned. Um, and and I'm, I'm looking at it from a purely free to play aspect and I don't expect a lot. I'll, I'll just say it that way. Like I don't expect to have my decks built right away without paying mm-hmm. money. Like I'm okay with that. Like, like I get it. Um, but the, Right now, 
with quests, you can get about a pack every other day if you cap out your wins for gold. Um, and you can get three packs a week for after 15 wins. So it's like 5, 10, 15. So it's just, and, and we're not getting our weekly packs anymore because they're done testing with that piece. Um, so now we have four sets and things are really diluted with that. And I feel like they should be striving for pack per day on gold. Like that feels about the right spot. And I think they're just a little short of that. Like I'm okay with the wild cards. I actually kind of like them. I know people are complaining about, oh, I have a million of these wild cards and a million of these wild cards. I This is freaking Pokemon for me. I got to catch them all. So yeah, I am like, totally sure, whatever, like, right? yeah. So like that, whatever. Wild cards are cool for me. I'm never going to have extra wild cards. Um, yep. My big concern is, so they either need to increase our gold rewards or lower the cost of packs. In my opinion, I think they should lower the cost of packs um, and keep the gold reward the same. Because once draft comes around, that's really going to change how we spend our money um, or our you know our rewards and everything. And yep. then we're going to be sacrificing some of our packs per day for for draft. And I'm okay, you know, I'm okay with that if I have to wait a few days for. For a draft like that's just how it's going to be because i'm going to save up for drafts because drafts are awesome um but it's just it, it's just in a really weird spot and i'm not super keen on it i guess um because there's not a ton of value in packs right now and well i i'm a completely against a, tra a traditional dusting system you get less from these packs than you would in a traditional dusting system even with the vault i believe um, mm -hmm. and that's, that's kind of where I am on that and stuff. So like that, so it's like, I'm optimistic of the direction they took. I think they just need to tune some of the numbers. Yeah. Like I've never liked the cost of the packs. I've always thought they were too high. Like mm -hmm. the amount of time it took you to earn a pack just always felt like it was longer than it should be. Like it, it will like, it would require finishing like three quests and winning multiple games beyond that usually. Yeah. And you only get one quest a day. Yeah, and if you don't like, get one of the 500 gold ones, you're kind of... Yeah, like that one was always just super, super slow to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I also don't like the dusting system. Yeah. But I'm also kind of torn because I also don't see a reason why I should have unnecessary raptor companions in my collection. Like, I get there are people like you mm -hmm. who want to who want everything right like yep. you want a full place of everything because you do that in real life why wouldn't you do it in yeah life? oh yeah i'm gonna do that in real life as i said this is pokemon for me yeah but like there are people more like me where it's like all those do is mean i have to click over the over arrows <laughs> multiple times to actually find the cards i want to put in my deck yeah and it's like it's not that huge of a deal but it does feel like i'm a, like every one of those commons that I have that I don't want mm -hmm. is 0.4% of a way till me opening another, mm -hmm. uh, opening the vault or whatever it's called. Yeah. And like, like, 
yeah, it's such a minuscule amount, but that does matter, right? It like does. every time I get a, a common that I don't care about, it's keeping me from opening the vault and getting the you know, the wild cards for me to be able to build the deck I do want to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm uh with with that whole thing, like I kind of look at it and go, it's like, yeah, I get it. And I think if I was sitting in the designer seat, I'd look at it and go, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but to create a consistent experience, somebody has to, like, we have to go one way or the other, and I would probably go the way they went. Um, but yeah, it's not, you're, you're making somebody unhappy either way. Yeah, that's like, that's the big thing though, right? Like, they haven't came out and blatantly said who this game is for. Yeah, they really haven't. And I kn- they're not doing that because they don't want to alienate the people who they don't say it's for, right? Mm-hmm. They're not idiots. But by that metric, like they have if they kind of have to just either we're going to people will figure it out eventually, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's not that hard to figure out who their quotations catering to when they're building stuff. And if it's not if there's nothing there that like compels a more spiky or competitive person to play, then they're just not going to play. Right. It just makes more sense for them to do magic online. Mm-hmm. And I like, and that's kind of what a lot of people seem to be um, postulating about is the fact that they think that they want the hardcore people to be a magic online. They want the more casual people to be on arena. I think that's correct. But, you think that's what their goal yeah. is? Short term. Yeah. Well, the question is like, can will a arena be sustained by just casual people? Duels was. But duels was more like a fire and forget it thing, wasn't it? No. No, they that they were like support a... they were supporting it like like not the um uh, duels of the planeswalkers magic duels the one after it. Um, okay. Like that. If you think about that, like that had gold and everything like that too, and stuff like that, and it was, it had a, a pretty dedicated following actually, and it was, it it was making money, I believe. Really? Yeah, I I know nothing about duels because I never played yeah. it. I only did duels of the planes. The people who liked it really liked it and were unhappy when they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to be continuing anymore," even though we said we were going to. But business has changed. Yeah, that's. That's just the I think getting I think getting your digital platform in house even for this is the correct decision, but like so I think short term you capture that duels crowd and everything like that, and long term you work towards, like I hate to say this, but replacing Magic Online like very long term. Well, that's even even the though they is, say they're not doing that. Yeah, but everyone says they're never going to replace anything until the day that they replace it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like. Magic Online will not be around for the entire life of Magic, I hope. Yeah. Like, I don't want Magic Online to die. Mm-hmm. Like, because Magic Online is where a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people stream it and a lot of people's livelihood come from it. And a lot of people just have a lot of money invested in mm-hmm. it. I'm also someone who, like, I have, you know, hundreds of dollars on magic online and if all of that was deleted tomorrow i wouldn't really care because it's sunk cost to me yeah 
There's a lot of people who don't view their Magic Online collections as sunk cost because as far as they're concerned, they can still sell it if they want to. Yeah. And that's just... that's We've had a rant about this in regards to Paper Magic. Mm-hmm. It holds true just as much in Magic Online. More so, actually, but... Yeah, don't... People shouldn't have their freaking hobby be their retirement plan. It's just not sustainable through reality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it may, you may get lucky, but more than likely you're not going to, you're going to be sad. Yeah, like, but there's just, like, all these people are, like, super diehard. It's like, oh, this is just the best thing ever. And, you know, like, Magic Online will be around. It's like, uh, guys, do you not see the problem that, like, t- people like that are the reason why the reserve list exists? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a problem. But it's like, I do think that eventually Magic Online has to die, because Magic Online was antiquated the year it came out. Yes, it was. It can only go for so long, and it's constantly having bugs, and it just looks old. Yeah, it does. I mean, to be fair, it is a really ambitious system. Like, Yeah, it does insane things, right? Like, Magic is a complicated game, and... 99% 99% of the time, Magic Online runs Magic properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people freak out by how much it screws up and how many things go wrong with it, but people need to realize that like, what, even if only 1% of the time Magic Online is screwing up, there's a lot of users on Magic Online. Mm-hmm. 1% is still going to be noticeable. Yeah. And a lot of people act like the world is falling because apparently people have never used the internet ever. Yeah. But these people are unaware. Technology fails. Everything fails. But yeah, it's like I don't know. I I like Magic Online too, but it's like it's one of those necessary evils. It like does a really it does an adequate job of what it needs to do, and I just feel like Arena. For what Arena was designed to do, it does it well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what do you think Arena was designed to do? Uh, fast magic. Hey. Like honestly, I think that's basically what it. Like one of their big, I think one of their big selling points is a visual or it's it's a visually appealing way to play magic that is faster, theoretically cheaper, and um, more fun to watch. And honestly, it is all those things. That's one thing that I'm super curious, though, about, is what is their actual price point of packs going to be? Yeah, we'll have to see that. But, I mean, there's going to be a free-to-play option, so... Well, yeah, like, they're going to allow you to... Everything will be purchasable with gold, except for cosmetics, because mm-hmm. you always charge real money for cosmetics because people are crazy about their cosmetics. Yep. That's fine. I don't hate them for that. I don't even judge them for that. That just that's just good. When business, they release the Krenko right? cosmetic, you'll buy it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's the world I live in. It's gonna happen, <laughs> right? So but like trying like do are do they are they going to charge twelve dollars for someone to do a draft if they want to pay real money? I I highly doubt it. I can't imagine they're gonna charge three bucks a pack. You mean four bucks? Or whatever. Pick a number. Like, 
like that. Well, four, four is twelve. Okay, right? yeah, so, so yeah, the I can't imagine they're right? going to charge it's four like, bucks a pack. Like that's the real interesting. Like how much are draft packs going to be versus how much are real packs going to be, mm-hmm. right? Like are or quotations real packs, keeper yeah. packs, whatever the hell they want to call them. Uh, like are like the eight card packs only going to be? Are they going to be like two dollars? And if those are two dollars, are they going to have three dollars for drafts? So drafts are nine dollars. Is that a price that people will be willing to pay? Like I'm just I'm mm-hmm. really intrigued by what their goal is for like the long term paying aspect of it, right? Because like game free to play games need whales. Yep. Like. They are a necessary function. But whales still need to feel like they're getting something for what they're spending, right? Like, there are people who will spend $80 on something, on a game that they barely play, just because, like, it's like force of habit for them at this point. Mm -hmm. But not all whales will do, do that. Like, they, a lot of people, like... They do it because um, it does give them like a leg up in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily like a play leg up in this regard, but like a um, like I don't even know what I'm yeah. like how to word yeah. it. They they get something extra. They have more than somebody else. Is basically what you're saying. Yeah, right. Like they feel special yep. by the fact that they decided to drop a hundred dollars because the new Magic expansion yep. came out. And that's not something that everyone can do, so it like it lets them be ahead of the game, mm-hmm. right? And like that's something that is very important, but it's also something that they might not like casual people don't like and I don't know. It's just like you know, there's always casual resentment against whales and stuff like that whenever you can do that. So it's like I think you shrug and walk away from that one. So the interesting thing is, is that so you have these, you have two vectors on here, and we don't have draft yet, so we, we're this is just speculation. Um, so, but right now, so new format starts. You want to buy into a deck? You spend hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, however much it costs to get that deck via packs. You have your deck. Wizards got their money. You're done. Till the next cycle comes mm-hmm. around. So the thing is, though, with draft is that you can't buy in with packs. You can only buy in with currency of some type. So it's a repeatable expense that constantly is happening because you're not paying for necessarily just for the cards, you're paying for the experience. Mm-hmm. And so like having that draft piece there is that's going to make them the money in the long term. Uh, that's true. I actually did, I wasn't even thinking in regards to like the building of the decks things yet. Because yeah. that's also another super relevant thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, if someone's goal is to stay caught up and every time a new set comes out, they want to play, be able to play the best yep. deck. How, like, Watsi has to have like a mental calculation of how much they think that should Yeah, cost. on average, how much does this cost? And I'm sure like, they do. They, I think they have a number in their yeah, head. Th- they're never going to tell us. Oh, yeah. They no, never no, no, should no. tell us. Yeah, that'd be that's a terrible horrible. idea for them to do that. But it's super interesting what they think that should be mm-hmm. and what that's going to wind up being. Because people will figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just reality. Well, right? Hearthstone like, players were just complaining because they have to spend, like, $400 a year or something keeping up to date. 
that's it a year or maybe i was off maybe that's it per maybe that's like every rotation or something maybe it's like a couple times a year i, th- I think i saw I, four, say, I think i saw it at 400 dollars a year i could be wrong but i wish i could only spend four hundred. i know that's right I, I, and be up to date on I, magic. I read it boy howdy. i just remember i read the whole read the thing and just laughed but yeah i might be wrong and maybe it's like way more but I don't know. Ma- magic is still just super. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I bought that three hundred dollar card? <laughs> yep. That one three hundred card that gave not you saying, just saying. your th- your third yeah. of it. But like, <laughs> I mean, I think I don't know the the economy piece. The way it hashes out in the long term is going to be really interesting. Um. And yeah. I, I'm curious to see what they do once draft gets implemented, and once they allow real money payments. Like, because I'm not, I am not a person who pays into to games. I have no. spent. I, I've, I play a number of. I, I play like multiple cell phone games. I play a number of free games on my computer and stuff. I have spent a total of. $35 in transactions over the entire course of my mobile, like my microtransaction gaming career. And most of that was promo money I got from Google. <laughs> like I, I do uh... not, I do not spend money on games. Like I am, I am losing money for these people and I am, I know it. Like if this is good though, I could see myself spending a couple bucks on it. Yeah, you don't even need to talk about how much you spend on friggin' Warframe or whatever. But <laughs> do you want to know how much I played Warframe in the past two months? Uh, enough to log in and get a couple dailies. Uh, I probably put in less than two hours in the past two months. Okay. Do you want to know how much money I've spent on Warframe in the past two months? No. A hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because I do things because I feel the urge to do them. Oh, maybe it's but maybe I've spent fifty bucks. Alright. That's not bad. I Total. Re- I re- because because I did buy a couple things on WoW I forgot about. I remember when we me, you and the Dan's and Jen were all wa- wet there waiting to wa- go to the Electric Six concert. And we were talking about Warframe, and my my whaley existence got brought up, and uh-huh. everyone's like, "How much have you spent on this game and in just like, the past month?" And I'm like, "Over three hundred dollars." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like this blows my mind because I cannot imagine people like that existing, and you do. Like, yep. honestly, like the concept of it completely blows my mind because I am incredibly good with money not incredibly good i am like moderately good with money Mm -hmm. my wife's really good with money and that helps go a long way um but like even when i didn't have like somebody leashing me and stuff like that like i'd like the mobile games i'd look at it and be like oh i can spend money to do this nope i'm not gonna do it because i'll just wait like the the wow things i bought were i bought a pet i think and it was the one, one of the ones that goes and like is like a donation actually to like a charity. Mm-hmm. So, so it's I, basically free, right? So I justified it that way. Um, and then like 
uh, I've played like three mobile games or four mobile games relatively consistently. Two of them I play right now. One of them I have spent money on. And as I said, I think all but $10 of the money I've spent on that has been Google promo, like money I've gotten from doing Google surveys um, and like just credit I get and stuff randomly from them. And I think I spent like 20 bucks, maybe 30 bucks, not probably 20 bucks only on Star Trek online. Like I can remember it all because it's like so infrequent that I actually do anything with that. I couldn't even tell you all the random things I bought. I know it's just okay, but like this is, if nothing else, this is interesting once we get further into the game because we're we're going to be two different extremes on this to some degree. Like you're not yeah. going to be you're not going to be selling your house for this, obviously, because you do have at least a semblance of sanity. Um, no, so like my philosophy is going to be very very similar to when I buy boxes. Yep. Of the new set that comes out like mm-hmm. i don't as far as i'm concerned in regard i consider digital products to be less than real products that yeah. is not most the pe- way most the, most people do actually yeah, but that is already established in regards to moto as not being something that watsi perceives right like they don't think of it that way I don't, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if they don't think of it that way. I think Moto was designed around the concept that it is trying to digitally emulate Magic exactly, and I think that is part of the reason why everything costs the same. Yeah, but like, as in my opinion, I should if I should not have to put more than the cost of a booster box into Arena <laughs> to get everything I want out of that new set. I'm curious if that's going to be. I'm curious if that's going to be the reality or not. We'll see. Yeah, out of that set. Yes, just that. Okay. New okay. Set. Okay. I. So like, so like, if I was to drop money right now in arena, I in my like, if I was to drop four hundred dollars, yep, I think I should be able to build any deck I wanted in arena. Only build decks, not draft. I'm not talking yep. about getting yep. free drafts. No, I, I get what like you're that. saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I think that is probably on the reasonable end of things. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. like, I'm curious if they're going to be like that, or is it going to be more like, oh yeah, two hundred dollars and you have everything. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think they'll lead towards the two hundred dollar end, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know honestly. We have to see how much packs cost, as you said, and it could be four hundred. You know, or like, uh, I mean, if you think you know a hundred bucks a set, like, that seems incredibly reasonable to me, actually. Yeah, like it sounds like a lot when you just say for you know, a hundred dollars a set. But when you realize that that's once every three months, mm-hmm. like it's not really. I mean, honestly, like if I really wanted and I like, you know, as I said, I'm on an allowance, like, because of mm-hmm. how we do our budgets and stuff like that. Even on my allowance, if I really like stuck to it and stuff, I could afford that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I probably make, I, I probably make less than people's kids who are listening out there, like on my air quotes allowance. So, like, <laughs> let's be honest, though. If you were, if you were doing that, you wouldn't be buying, you know, packs to crack to build construct decks. You would just be straight up drafting with that money. Oh yeah, goddamn! I, I, I'm gonna draft a lot. Like that's how I plan on getting my my cards. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit it like depending on how long it takes for me to grind to get the dra- the money for drafts like that's that's the way i'm doing it yeah so i mean we'll have to see when draft comes out i'm i'm very intrigued when that comes out 
Yeah, I'm curious how well it's going to work, because I, I think they would be wrong to not have it be like a real true draft, like with the full eight people. And they've said that that's what they plan on doing. Like the right? like the draft portion. Yeah. Okay. Because so I don't think they. I think it will be like that. I don't think they can do it any other way. Yeah, like that would there would be riots in the streets, right? Like probably, yeah. Like I think I think they'll do it like that, and I think it, it will almost one hundred percent be like the league setup. Yeah, which just makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, I they should do le- leagues. They should do league style drafts. Like mm-hmm. that's just yep. how everything yep. should be. Yeah, because that was a big success on Magic Online. And I'm super excited for that to actually happen. Yeah, if so. that happens, like I'm just pumped. But. All right, you you good on the economy for now? I'm, we were talking serious stuff for like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's about all we can say about the economy. Right. So, so since we don't know anything else, yeah, basically. So I'm. Uh, uh, let me ask this one: How do you feel about the aesthetic? I approve of it so far, mm-hmm. but I'm because we're everything's just almond kit now, isn't it? No, it's mixed. It's actually a mix between the two. Almond Cat and yeah. Excellent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's sure. Like, it looks like all the other digital games that are coming out right now. I like that it's showing you an aspect of whatever plane you're currently on, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm just going to throw some of the big complaints I read about um, and just get your take on them, because I have some heavily, heavy opinions on them, too. Uh, so first off, people don't like the three D the three D art style aesthetic. They want well, they want it to look like the hand painted art. Okay, they're wrong. Okay, like I agree, Magic's art is phenomenal, but I think like I don't know, that one just seems weird to me because they're like, oh, it's completely inconsistent because the card art looks one way and the playing field looks a different way. Yeah, I don't see why that's a problem. I've never noticed it, but maybe it's just because we're not, like, art people. Well, like, the fact that, like, you can mouse over the card and still see the card art, right? Like, yep. you're not losing that aspect. Not the thing is, is it's, too, the, no, it's, not, it's not losing it, it's two clashing aspects. Because the playfield looks one way and card art looks another way. So you have those two things coexisting and then it supposedly, they clash and create a dissonance. So, <laughs> whenever you start with so, I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm someone who's really, really OCD, right? Mm-hmm. Like, never actually been legitimately diagnosed. None of that. You stuff. got some weird f-ing quirks, man. <laughs> I have the weirdest quirks in the world. Like, that's just who I am. How much do people just stare? At the cards on the table when they're playing an actual game of magic. And, like, they're focusing on that, right? Like, is that something people do that I just don't? Maybe, I don't know. Like, the fact that I can just glance at the arena board and I see and know what every card does. Mm Because its art is front and center. Like, I don't need to be able to... (laughs) Like, I don't... I don't... A good magic player should not have to read the text box. You 
certain people need to read the goddamn text box more than they do. Raise his hand. <laughs> a good magic player shouldn't have to read every text box to know what the card is. Mm -hmm. Because you're a human and you recognize things. You recognize art. That's who mm -hmm. you are. Like yeah. that's that's how we've evolved to not yeah. do terrible things. Like it's I people who complain about the fact that like you don't see the full card on the board are just wrong. We're not even at that point, man. Like this is a completely different thing. <laughs> I know, but I know where you're going to go with it. That's like, where it is next. Yeah. People like, hate the, whole, the half card. Like, yes. When the thing is on the battlefield, it looks like a tablet instead of a flat piece of paper. Yep. That's good. It's giving depth to the game. Like, it's also saving it space. <laughs> it's more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like, do people not just understand how, you know, what the whole aesthetically pleasing thing is? Like, well, aesthetics are a very ingrained thing. So I think people, when they see something that looks different, they don't think it looks good. And this is different. I mean, honestly, it is. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's different from an well. actual game of Magic, but it's not different from any other physical, or not physical, any other electronic game ever printed. And see, that's like, part of the problem, is, is that, oh, it's like other digital games printed. Well, Magic is a game with physical cards. This is different. Makes me sad. Yeah, po Pokemon is a game with physical cards. Its digital version still has <laughs> things that stand out on it. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, if it was all flat and monotone, it would just look boring. And if it looks boring, it's terrible to watch. Yeah, and that's the thing you need the flash as much as like, annoying as that is. I don't think people realize that that's why Hearthstone took off. It's because it's entertaining to watch. Yeah, Magic Online is not entertaining to watch. You watch because of the personality, yeah. right? And you're hoping to learn something. Honestly, like mad, like live Magic is not exciting to watch either, for the most part. Not at all. Like, very few people can literally just sit there and watch a game of live magic mm -hmm. and not get bored. I'm one of them, but I I am fully aware that I am an outlier. Like, there has to be something else that's drawing you into it, right? Like, either, like, putting yourself in that person's seat or listening to a really good commentator team do their thing. Like, things can't just be two-dimensional. It doesn't hold like the lizard part of your brain's attention mm -hmm. that's just not how things work you will get bored of it and watsy doesn't want people to get bored of people watching arena because they realize how important streaming is yeah I mean, we should like, honestly just be happy that they actually realize it and are doing something about it yeah like i just i don't get people i don't get people People don't make sense. Yeah, I know. I've, we've talked about this. <laughs> just gonna like just go on a rant about how people don't make sense for now on every single, every single episode. And I'm just gonna nod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not in agreement. Yeah. John's going on a rant again. Again. But yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I I'm totally okay with the like the half card thing because it's just efficient and makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Um, although I do, I do agree with uh, one of the complaints that people have um, is that the flavor text does need to be put on the cards. I agree with that. Flavor text is a very important car part of people getting invested mm-hmm. in the aesthetic of the game. Yep. And the flavor text needs to be on it as a result. Yep. I get it. Flavor text takes up space on the digital thing. And it, it does take work for someone to actually put the flavor text. I in. think it needs to happen though. I, I really do. Yes. Like, the reward is there for them doing so, mm-hmm. so they should do it. Yeah. I think it's. I think that's worthwhile. But um, I mean, most of the other stuff, like yeah, I like the half card things. It navigates well and everything like that. I haven't had a problem with many of the other aesthetics, even though people have been shitting goats over it. Like, I don't know. People yeah, shit I, goats over not... everything, though. So yeah, like. They've done a lot of work to the aesthetic, also just to make it look nicer. Mm-hmm. Like, and I un- like they understand how that is an important thing, and it's very clear that they know that, that is an important thing. So I approve of that, yep. right? Like, like everything about this is clearly a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like some people don't realize that. <laughs> Yeah, like, they, like, expect the fact that it's, like, just because this game has been around for 25 years, that everything about it is going to be up to snuff to this 25-year work in progress. Which is funny, because Magic to this day still has issues with shit. Like, people realize that, right? Like, you know... They're all up. They're perfectly fine and willing to freak out about the existence of copycat being printed in standard on accident. <laughs> but boy, howdy! Like the fact that this digital card game is still is not exactly as it should be and how they want it to be <laughs> is clearly disrespectful to the perfect track record of Watsi. Yep, pretty much. Because you know. That original card frame and border and all that shit was clearly the best possible, and they had no need to change any of it. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Is that something I have opinions on? No. Um, Remember when artifacts used to be literal turd brown? Yeah, lit- literal movie. turd brown. <laughs> that's, that's what you guys want? Is that what we're going back to now? Apparently. Things- it's probably the same people complaining too. You know that. I just, like I just, ass- I just like, assume Arr. that because it just feels better. So, <laughs> it's all one big group of idiots instead of multiple groups of idiots. It's the ca- it's the cave people, the citizens against virtually everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's glorious. Oh. They come out of the woodwork, like. There are literally just some people that are like, they'd just be mad no matter what it is. So, like, I just kind of am like, okay, whatever, guys. But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What can you do, John? What can you do? Silently sit here and fume, rage at the world. <laughs> like a raging goblin. Signature spell book. There we go. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with Arena? Or? Well, I have a, 
have a little bit of a closer, I guess, sure. for you. So, as we are, we now have the lovely joy of Amonkhet in our joy of arena. You finally have gotten your first experience with the card, the Scarab God. Yes, I have. I have been gifted with the experience. <laughs> so. It feels really goddamn good. Oh my god, is that card just insane, and I love it. (laughs) So, like... So, I'm just gonna say also that, like... You you were watching me stream today and stuff, and I was playing and everything. And I'm, uh... I'm not the best player in the world by any means. I'm not in the top 50% by any means. Um... But I feel like I was playing worse today because all the like I don't know any of these Amonkhet cards and I don't know the tricks and I don't know the things that because I haven't experienced it yet and got punished by it. So like, man, like learning all these cards now is going to be something for me because I never played on uh, Amonkhet standard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I just want to play Scarab God all day. <laughs> Card is ridiculous. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Uh, I, I I enjoyed giving you the information of in response to your trigger reanimate something, and then I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm never going to lose a game of Magic again. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> well, like that was just, I don't know. That match was weird. Yeah, a little. Because like, he was on like Kitty Cats with Lifelink, and then that one card. What was it called? Scarab Feast? Yeah, he was on some weird black-white... Like, Scarab Feast thing? So it's like... Thing. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, so it's like, eventually, like, I just kind of, like, pitched some cards until it's, like, slam Scarab God on the table. And he killed it a bunch of times. And then I slammed it on the table and got it to stuck, and then, like, reanimated his, like, regal caracals and stuff like that, and made tokens to sacrifice. And just basically beat the hell out of him <laughs> as, it as it should be, be. Yeah, I don't know it was just weird it was entertaining to watch yeah. I got a kick out of it yeah that one was good I like once I once once I figured that it was like oh man the, the world is my oyster but yeah I don't like yeah. it's been a, I, I faced a lot of the variety of decks um recently it's been pretty pretty crazy like the ixalan decks when we were just doing ixalan block like was pretty set in stone like you could ex- like there weren't a lot of fringe decks and even the fringe ones were like no one for the most part it was like you're gonna face a vampire deck you're gonna face dinosaurs and you're gonna face uh merfolk like those three are gonna show up and then you're also gonna have like the slow cooker deck showed up you have the uh that black green explore deck um and then uh, there was one more deck that I'd see with frequency. Oh, the um, uh, the, the the Naya Dinos. Oh, and then I suppose the control decks we were playing, Black, Blue, and Esper. Oh, yep. the Saltai list that we hate too. <laughs> what we're saying is there was actually a surprisingly large amount of diversity for a draft f- or for a format yeah. block constructed. Which really actually didn't seem like it had that much diversity. It really didn't, but there were a lot of decks going around. I mean, I mm-hmm. played myself. I played 
none of the the tribal archetypes. I mean, you could argue that my uh, red black aggro deck was a close to pirate a pirate deck, but it was basically just like you know. Red, red, Good red, black, red, black aggro, aggro cards, and that's all it was. It was just like, oh look, this costs one or two. I'm going to kill them with it. Like my curve topped it. I had like two troops in the deck, mm-hmm. and then I played uh, Esper Control, which was, which had like five creatures in the entire deck. Um, so there were no tribal. It was mono removal, but <laughs> maybe that's the tribe it was part of. And then we had. So, I was going to say, as, as you, you do. do, right? And then I had Jund that I played. And that was, mm-hmm. it had a lot of dinosaurs because dinosaurs were good, the, the good cards in the deck. But, like, I mean, we were still playing a lot of other stuff. I mean, Rekindling Phoenix was our MVP. Yeah, Rekindling actually, Phoenix is amazing. Actually, you know what? No. Rekindling Phoenix is amazing. But you know what the MVP of that entire block was? Charging goddamn Monster Sword. That's like fair. that card was stupid. <laughs> I would argue that MVP was the life gain. Expel. Oh, that's ooh, ooh. There's a head-to-head for you, uh, Sanguine Sacrament. That was, yeah, Sanguine Sacrament was literally the card that made control decks viable. Yeah. Like that was the exclu- only win con in a lot of terrible we were, decks. We were playing a fast deck. Like a, a like a, a yep. control deck that could put pressure because we were playing chupacabras and we were playing like actual like win con threats that would attack you and kill you, and like more than yep. one of them, and a lot of other decks versus just, oh, yeah there yeah. were a lot of other decks that were just like yep we are blue white and our only win con is natural decking through sanguine sacrament yeah <laughs> it yeah. was it was dumb it was uh, I I don't miss the old format. <laughs> yeah like it was fun to brew in but damn all i want to do is brew in formats that suck so that's fair. all right but all right why don't we wrap this one up all right cool so um you can shoot us uh, some feedback at the local meta at gmail.com you can catch us on twitter at the local meta pc and you know what john i'm gonna plug my stream i think oh yeah i was gonna do it for you, oh, if you didn't, okay so. yeah so i'm uh i've been streaming uh, the last couple days, and I'm probably going to keep streaming fairly frequently here. Um, you can catch me at twitch.tv slash llamas, and um, uh, I'll be doing some streaming there, and you can watch me and tell me how bad I am. It's pretty entertaining, and John may even show up every once in a while to offer some assistance and make sure I don't crash the plane into the ground. Sometimes I'm really I feel like I should like call you like <laughs> I feel like you're more likely to answer the call than to read your chat and I only have like five seconds because of the delay to keep you from making a horrible mistake. Oh yeah, and something like dude, even when you can talk to me in real time, you still can't stop me from making horrible mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a high bar for people playing with a reasonable speed. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm. Uh, yeah, so uh, catch us there. As I said, twitch.tv slash beware llamas. L-L-A-M-A-S. Llama has two L's. All right. <laughs> llama. Llama, llama. Llama, llama. Llama, llama, red pajama. That's a kid's book that I got for Sully, and it's awesome. But 
I just like llamas because they make me laugh. But um, all right, that's all. John, you have anything else to say? Nope. All right, cool. So then I guess we will catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>